You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Monday, March 13th, 2023. Organizers have released the full route for the 2023 Ragbri ride this summer, including an overnight stop here in Carroll, as well as pass-throughs for seven other local communities. More than 20,000 riders will depart from Storm Lake on the morning of Monday, July 24th, for a 58.4-mile ride to Carroll. Bicyclists will head south towards Early on U.S. Highway 71 before heading to Lakeview via D27, M50, 256th Street, and Perkins Avenue. From Lakeview, riders continue south on Perkins and east on E16 through Breda to Mount Carmel on E16 and E27. Riders will end the day with an overnight stop in Carroll. Day three of the ride sends Ragbriars east on U.S. Highway 30 to Glidden. They don't connect with another town until Jefferson with a stint south and east along N44 and E53. The last pass-through community in the region is Rippey, and riders will make their way in that direction via 235th Street, 230th Street, and Highway 144. The 2023 Ragbri route begins Sunday, July 23rd in Sioux City and ends Saturday, July 29th in Davenport with overnight stops in Storm Lake, Carroll, Ames, Des Moines, Tama Toledo, and Coralville. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors has approved the first change order for the ongoing courthouse renovation project with the adjustment coming in just under $100,000. During their March 6th meeting, the board voted unanimously in favor of the $94,828 change order submitted by the architects, SEH Design, and the primary contractor, Baiting Construction. According to board chair Stephanie Hausman, the most significant part of change order number one is reinstalling the removed ceiling tile. The big one is oversight. oversight. They took the ceiling out, but forgot to replace it. The reinstallation of that missed ceiling tile will cost the county nearly $121,000 because it was not included in the bid documents with credit for the $40,429 in subcontractor work included in the original bid. The new ceiling will add nearly $90,000 to the project. District 2 Supervisor Mike Anderson questioned if the county had any recourse to recoup that money because an architect oversight caused it. District 3 Supervisor Gene Miners says the designers are shielded from liability for these types of mishaps. We had the same round of a deal over to jail too. And he's some of these bigger jobs, and I want to say they have themselves protected by walls, kind of set up so they're not held responsible. With some reservations, the supervisors voted unanimously last week to approve change order number one. Work continues on the courthouse remodel, and county officials remind residents the lower level is inaccessible this week with asbestos remediation work going on. Uh, visitors are asked to enter through the north doors to access the main and upper story levels. And Iowa Workforce Development released the state's January unemployment figures this morning, which shows the state opened the year with a slight decrease in joblessness. Iowa's rate declined to 3% in January from 3.1% in December of 2022. The total number of unemployed Iowans fell 1,200 in January to 51,100. However, the number of working Iowans also decreased by 500 to approximately 1.7 million. An added 8,300 jobs in January helped push the labor participation rate to 68.1%, but that figure remains below pre-pandemic levels. Iowa Workforce Development Director Beth Townsend says the significant increase in both the number of Iowans with jobs and the number of people rejoining the labor force are very positive signs. 
Iowa has worked hard over the last year to make it easier to connect Iowans with open jobs, including adding one-on-one assistance through our reemployment case management program from the first week of unemployment. Decreasing the amount of time between jobs helps working Iowans and our employers who are looking for hardworking new employees. That is the engine that helps fuel our economy. The construction sector added the most jobs in January with 3,900, followed by manufacturing with 1,400, and healthcare and social assistance with 1,300. The full Iowa workforce development data set is included with this story online. And we do need to step away for a brief moment, folks. We'll be right back. There's more news on the way after this on KCIM. You never know who might be hiding a problem with sports betting because it can affect anyone. Dads, moms, teachers, lawyers, PhDs, or community heroes. But there's one thing we want you to know. It doesn't matter who you are. What does matter is getting help. Contact 1-800-BETS-OFF. No judgment, just help. Or contact your local gambling prevention and treatment provider at newopportunities.org. Be number one at getting help. Brought to you by the Iowa Department of Public Health. Hi, this is Chad from Iowa Small Engine and Bike Shop. As a certified bicycle mechanic, I can work on any brand. So bring your bike in for a spring tune-up and get road ready now so you can hit the trails without delay. We have a great selection of bicycle apparel, helmets, shoes, and accessories, as well as bicycles for the entire family and a variety of price ranges. Ride in style with track. Stop into ISEC Bike Shop today so our certified bike mechanics can make sure you're ready for the season. ISEC Bike Shop is celebrating 10 years of serving the Carroll area. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. More than two dozen individual speech contestants from Carroll and Kemper Catholic High Schools earned top marks at the state competition over the weekend. Students from dozens of schools in northwest Iowa traveled to Fort Dodge on Saturday, March 11th to compete. Of the 21 CHS performances that advanced to state, 19 earned a 1 or excellent rating. 13 of the 17 KHS performances received top scores as well. All state nominations are expected to be announced early this week. You can find a list of the local competitors as well as their scores included with this story online. It's going to be a busy week for officials at Drake University. Not only did the Bulldog men and women's basketball teams qualify for the NCAA tournament, but the school is serving as host of first and second round games in Des Moines beginning on Thursday. James Erickson is Drake's assistant athletic director of facilities and will serve as the tournament manager at Wells Fargo Arena. You know, the team down at Wells has just been outstanding to work with. You know, our, our partners at Catch Des Moines have been outstanding to work with as well. And just really all the hard work that's gone into this. And, and you know, when you get both your teams in, I mean, that just that's just the icing on the cake for everybody. Erickson says during the planning stages, they prepared for a situation where staff members would be following the men's and women's teams out of town. We always want to make sure that, hey, you know, we've got this person, but who is this person's backup in case they have to get pulled away? Or, you know, just in case there's something that happens just in life in general that pulls that person away. Um, So we always have those plans in place to make sure that, hey, we've got kind of that redundancy built in to make sure that we've got uh, things covered and and that we're not going to skip a beat and that we make sure we pull off a great tournament for uh, for the city of Des Moines and, and also representing Drake University. Erickson says it has not been difficult to find workers or volunteers. You know, one of the great things is that, you know, people like to be associated with the, with the NCAA tournament. And so, you know, getting volunteers and getting people to really just say, hey, you know, how can I help is, is really not 
as big of a lift as I thought it would be. Drake is a member of the Missouri Valley Conference, and Erickson says the conference is helping out with some of their staffing needs. Erickson says the transformation of Wells Fargo Arena begins this afternoon following an Iowa Wolves basketball game. Me and my team will be down there on Tuesday, bright and early Tuesday morning to get everything ready. Our NCAA committee members come in, our representatives come in uh, around noon on Tuesday, and then we get our NCAA committee member that comes in later on that evening. So we've got a lot of work to do between now and by the time uh, our NCAA committee member gets here. Kansas, Texas, Texas A&M, and Illinois are four of the eight teams who will be competing in Des Moines this week. It's the third time the city has hosted the NCAA men's tournament. And the Manning Regional Healthcare Center Wounds Care Clinic has been recognized by Restorix Health, a national wound management provider, for its outstanding clinical distinction and patient satisfaction. MRHC and its wound care staff, Dr. Thang Wong, Kendra Tiefenthaler, and Elaine McCumber, were presented Restorix Health's Clinical Distinction Award for exceeding clinical and safety benchmarks over a six-month period. They also received the Patient Satisfaction Award for exceeding patient approval benchmarks for that same six-month period. Dr. Luong says the Wounds Care Clinic is proud to be recognized again for not only its dedication to healing, but also its dedication to patient satisfaction. We are proud to be a recipient of awards that recognize the hard work and dedication of our staff. MRHC's success originates from its comprehensive approach to wound care. Non-healing injuries are often caused by various issues, and their staff begins the process with an extensive diagnostic panel to develop a treatment plan for each patient. For more information or to schedule an appointment with MRHC's wound care team, call 712-655-8100. And that is going to wrap up your look at KCIM's Midday News for Monday, March 13, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through our Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.